Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by On Time Lending. Today, along with Jason Grimes with the Grimes Group, Philip talks about qualifications for borrowing money for rental properties, the rise of employee millionaires, and why paying more in taxes can lead to potentially more wealth in the future. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Jason Grimes. And today we're talking about a topic that Jason coined. I'll let, I'll let you introduce the name of what you call the, 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 the new millionaires you work with. Absolutely, absolutely. So I call them the employed millionaires, right? The employed millionaires because we're in a time right now where everyone has glamorized being a, an entrepreneur. And being an entrepreneur is, is an amazing thing. I feel like, you know, we should all own some type of business. But there's multiple different ways in order to get into the real estate game and to build up your portfolio, right? And, you know, a lot of times people are like, well, you know, I have a W-2 and I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to get into the business. I say, whoa, 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 wait. No. <laughs> Before you do that, you may want to get a couple of properties under your belt because one, you know, I have people that, you know, make six figures a little bit over six figures. And they'll come to me and they say, Jason, look, I want to get into real estate. I want to invest. And these people, a lot of time they have 401ks, they have IRAs, some of them have stock options and, you know, stock portfolios and things along those lines, which is necessary when you're purchasing an investment property because you need reserves. You have to be able to show that, you know, if things hit the fan, you're still going to be able to take care of that property if you don't have a tenant. Right. So with these people and their their underwriting process is a lot easier as well because they're W-2. So they're showing their income and you're not having to go through all the tax returns and all that good stuff because you actually have your W-2 income to show that you have enough money to cover the bills of that property if things go left. Right. So it's a little bit more of a structure. I mean, that's one of the ways to do it. And that is the easiest way to do it. So before you just jump off the bridge and quit your job and then just say, I'm going to jump into investing, try to get you a couple of things under your belt before, before you give up that, uh, that stability. You know what I mean? Uh, because that also comes with very interest rates and everything else. Does it, and then from a ratio standpoint, does it, are, is it the same debt to income ratios as when you're applying for a primary residence if, you, if you're using income? So for example, this is an oversimplification, so sure. I know it's I know it's dependent, but I've always heard the term. You know, you can you can probably get three times your income in a mortgage. When, you know, when you're buying your home, and I know I know it's oversimplification, but is it is it still restricted to 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 that debt to income ratio if uh, you already own a property and then you're looking to buy a uh, a second rental property? Well, so for instance, if you already have a property, that's going to go against your overall debt to income ratio. So that's that's a little bit of a loaded question. And the reason why I say that is because when you when you purchase a property, let's say I'm purchasing uh, a home that's 20 miles away from me. it already has a tenant in there. That tenant already has a lease on that property. So basically, I'm buying that lease from the owner of that home. Hmm. And so 
I'm going to be able to use a portion of that income mm. to offset that mortgage. You understand what I'm saying? Ah, uh, so you can use the new income. There you go. There yeah. you go. In order to offset it from what we're what we're using to qualify that um, that that borrower with. Now that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's a couple of different ways people are using this also to upgrade their homes. You know, they're taking they're taking their, their current properties and, you know, now with everything is being going virtual and they say, you know what, I've always wanted to move to Austin. So they say, you know, I'm going to take my property because I don't want to get rid of my property in Dallas, Texas. I'm going to rent it out. I'm going to get a lease on that property in order to take care of that that mortgage. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to go get me another mortgage somewhere else and upgrade my home or just move to a different state, move to a different city. So now you have two properties. It's a multiple two different ways in order to, to be able to skin that cat. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a good idea. And then, and then here's a question that we talked about before too. So let's say you're a, you own a business, you're an S corp or C corp and, yeah. and you are a owner, but you pay yourself a W2. Mm-hmm. Um, is that kind of a similar underwriter as like a W-2 employee with, with no ownership or, you know, uh, or is it a different underwriting process? Well, it's a different underwriting process because you're taking into consideration, like, for instance, if you're an S-Corp, but you're 100% owner of that company, right? So we're looking at, you know, I know we all want to write off everything when it comes to our, our business and our personal tax returns. I mean, I get it. But if we're in the process of trying to to get into a property and we need to go through the underwriting channels, right? We don't, don't let you saving 20 grand for the year by, you know, not paying 20 grand to uncle Sam say, you know, not allow you to get a hundred thousand. I mean, I'm sorry, a million dollar line of credit because you're being cheap. <laughs> right. 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 You know what right. I mean? Don't, don't, don't cut off your, you know, don't cut off your arm trying to save a finger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, sometimes we have to just hunker down and, and understand that we're gonna have to, you know, pay Uncle Sam his money. You gotta pay the piper, right? In order for us to be able to get the bigger games. Here's a question to you: Would you rather pay that twenty grand, or would you rather have that million dollar line of credit that's gonna turn around and and bankroll you, you know, seven to eight grand every month? Hey, hey easy, man. I'm. I'm a fan of doing Roth IRAs because I much rather pay the tax now and then shift that after tax money into a more tax advantageous vehicle. Absolutely. Right? Which is which is what we're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. You sound you may sound a lot better than me, but you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, 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 but I mean I'm just, I'm just communicating it in in uh in financial terms. So I I, I 100 percent uh you know, like that, I like that. I did make it makes a lot of sense. But like you said, I know a lot of business owners who stress out over zeroing out their income. And I'm like, are you trying to get rich? Or are you trying to not pay taxes? Those are two different things. What <laughs> two different things? Two yeah. different things. I mean, so you have to you have to see what's what your ultimate goal is. If your ultimate goal is to build a portfolio, make some income while you're sleeping, you got to pay that tax. No man, this is. Good, 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 useful information. If anybody's interested in learning more information, seeing out, seeing what they might pre-qualify for. Um, and then I love the idea of just like my takeaway from the conversation is there's a lot of creativity around how you can acquire real estate. There is there is no one size fits all. There's no one answer. It's do you want it? OK, now let's figure out how to get it because there's a way to get it. You may you may or may not want to do the way, but there's a way to get it. 
Absolutely. There, I mean, there's there's multiple ways. And I get real creative with them. You know what I mean? But it's just about how bad do you want to do it? Facts. Facts. For sure. Let but yeah, if you want to get in contact with me, you guys have any questions, you know, regarding anything real estate at all, um, give me a shout. Uh, my my full name is Jason Grimes. My direct phone number is 404-895-1968. Uh, that is Atlanta, Georgia number, but I am located in Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, my email directly is jgrimes at thegrimesgroup.org. All right. Well, th- thanks, Jason. Appreciate you. Until no next week, man. Have, have Absolutely. Have a good one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.